Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is entitled At Your Door. It was written by Ellen Eisenwill, Mark Morrison, Barbara Manui, Chris Adams, Scott D. Anielowski, and Herbert Hike. Our recap will be given by Brian, and this is episode six. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Brian? All right, I better write this down so I don't forget any details. Uh, the farm expedition started um, like we would suspect. It was an empty farm. Uh, we didn't find anyone there. There was very little inside the farmhouse. There were some odd growths of moss, but that in and of itself wasn't was too suspect. There was a upon inspection of the upon inspection of the barn, we found a very frightened cat that we couldn't coax out of its lofty abode. Um, looking into the greenhouse, um, Dr. Evans found a journal that had been eaten away partially by caterpillars, describing some of the uh, some of the procedures and happenstances going on at the farm before the our missing person purchased it. Um, upon pruning a lot of the growth in the greenhouse, uh, Dr. Evans claimed that the plants were tracking her. I didn't see any of this happening, but later events uh, caused me to not, not doubt her as much as I did. Uh, when we started walking across the, the field with the rows of almost random vegetables planted in concentric circles, we were attacked by some sort of creature, entity, thing. Uh, it seemed to be moving from plant to plant and controlling them. Uh, a number of us got whipped rather viciously by controlled tomato plants. Uh, after escaping the field and the grass, um, onto the gravel, we considered leaving immediately. But right before we left, we noticed strange red flowers. Um, upon closer inspection, we found that the red flowers were growing out of recently and not so recently deceased animals. We then saw that it wasn't a scarecrow, as we originally thought, standing in the wheat field, rather a corpse. As we were leaving, we noticed that the creature had possessed the flower-ridden corpse of possibly the missing boyfriend in the town, and 
despite turning around and driving at breakneck speed, we were unable to, to stop the, the thing from escaping the farm. And it's now infesting the national park proper. I really hope we didn't screw up too bad. All right. So you are on the road back to San Damiel. Did you want to do anything in Delilah or uh, just skip it and go all the way back? It's a long drive. I personally don't want to stop in Delilah. I don't want to be seen again there. I'm just giving you the opportunity. If you need I'm to. saying to the other guys in the car. Yeah, I agree with that. We got all the hair washed off the front, right? Right, as long as we can clean the grill up before we hit the, a major highway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah taking a garden hose to it. Do we want to find a phone, though, and, and, and contact Jadik as soon as possible so we can get some people out here to find that thing? Yeah, let's stop at the first rest stop and call him. I really don't want to be seen in that town again, you know. I don't know how specifically want to be about what we just saw uh, over the phone either. Because, you know, we're going to see about crazy people. Mm. Well, they already know what we have in the observation labs, so. That's true. We've already entered crazy territory. Very much so. Well, and there's really not really a, much of a, a place to stop on the way back. Um, so we'll just say that you drive for an hour and a half and you get back onto the, uh, the outskirts of Delilah. Uh, you have your air conditioning on uh, because it's hot outside. Um, despite the air conditioning, the humidity is also up, so it's sticky, even if it's cool enough inside the car. Where are you going to head to? We'll say that it's about um, 6 p.m. as you're arriving back. Well, we should at least have uh, reports waiting for us in the lab if if our assistants are gone. So I would think we should, if we don't need a meal first, we should go to direct straight to the lab. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. Let's go I'll swing by the lab and take a look. I don't know if I could hold a meal down right now anyway after that. Right. And then from the lab, we can call Jadik. Yeah. All right, so you you arrive back at the lab at Zimbotech. Most of the people are gone. Uh, the guards, of course, recognize you and let you in. Um, you get back to your office, and there are a number of uh, messages that are waiting for you. Uh, in almost every case, uh, the information found so far is completely inconclusive that uh, they're not able to 
they're, they're not able to make hydrogen. They still can't even classify it as an animal or a plant or a fungus or, or what exactly it is. It seems to be bizarre. Uh, was there any report on the attempt to put it in a maze and see if there's any indication of how it follows life forms around? Well, I believe that was something that you just suggested. Um, that sort of thing hasn't been set up yet. That'll take a few days to set up. It's Friday night, I believe, currently. Uh, and was a tissue sample procured? Uh, they did manage to get something off of it, and they've been looking at it and trying to analyze it, and they they need to do further studies because nothing's making any sense. And it's eating its ground beef and uh, insect larvae? It's gained, it's gained very slightly uh, some weight. How's the green slime problem? I wonder if my uh, trank rifle, oh, sorry. Uh, it's, it's still producing it. Uh, it's it's um, chemical composition constantly is changing. Has it vented out any other unusual gases? I was wondering if my trank rifle arrived. Yeah, you, you, like I say, this was an animal testing facility. So there's already, there, there are, Tranks here, right. um, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's once again th the the actual chemical composition of its outgassings are changing. It is changing. Okay. If we can uh, figure out what input makes it generate gold, uh, well, wilderness is not going to have to worry about funding ever again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, while they're lo looking through the reports, I'm actually going to try and find the local news. I, I want to see the weather and see if like they're commenting on this weather being uh, a way out of norm anomaly. Okay. Well, um, we'll say there's that the, um, that the guards, the, the security guards, actually have a little TV in their station mm -hmm. so that they can sit there and watch it while they're bored all night long. Yeah. Um, basically, you get information that, yes, you're, you're, it's a, San Daniel is experiencing a, a, a really bad heat wave. Uh, it is unusual. Uh, there's evidence that this, uh, this heat wave has been building up for a long time. Uh, usually they don't last more than a week, but this one's been going for quite a while. Um, you also notice that um, because possibly because of the heat, uh, that muggings and kidnappings and murders are also on the rise. Mm. Um, there was a baby taken from uh, its stroller right in front of its mother when her back was turned for just a moment. Um, no, no ransom demands yet. Um, it doesn't look very good. Well, heat and the violence are packed. 
Huh. That goes hand in hand with any major heat wave in any major city. That's not too unusual. Yeah. I put in for I put in a request for any and all information on one Harold Gall. Has there been any Nothing's come back yet. Okay. I think that's definitely somebody that we need to go and seek out in person. You do how you do have his address, I believe. I believe we did. Yeah. And phone number. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, when we get, uh, I asked the guards, uh, hey, what, what time do the libraries close around here? I think the libraries are open till eight. Till eight? Okay. Yeah. Thanks. You guys need anything? Nothing to know of. All right. Good. What do you have in mind, Dr. Mills? Uh, well, I'm, you know, before today, I would have thought I was just being paranoid, but I'm thinking I'm going to go swing by the library and check the newspaper and see if they back issues and see if this heat wave somewhat corresponds to when we believe this creature and event started happening, you know, because... You know, it, 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 I might be just chasing my tail, but, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to think of uh, some other u- unusual things that are occurring in, you know, the weather. I mean, I haven't had this kind of humidity ever. Uh, our tour of Don Biazine is coming up on the following Tuesday. Is that right? It's uh, Monday. Monday. Yeah. yeah, I mean, any correlation we can find between events might help us figure out what's going on. But yeah. if this thing was made in a lab at Don Biozarm, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but we, we have know. a decent idea when it would have left the lab. So, you know, just looking for some correlation. I know that doesn't necessarily mean causation. It could just be a freak, freak, freak weather pressure coming through. Was there an indication in Peter Tate's diary of how long he was aware of these things before he decided to take action? I don't remember anything. Uh, Let me uh, pull it out because he did have a comment about he snuck into the lab and he said, oh, the things that I saw there. I'll, I'll get you the date in a second. Thank you. That's a good idea. Yeah, everything is dated. Now we have that uh, Hades retreat uh, down on Pan's Wash where the um, God's Lost Children could be found. Right, and we can also go down to that gym to try to locate the um, the other Dom Biozyme experiment. Right, but being that she hasn't been seen for a while, we have Je- um, her friend Noelle Rand on 115 Answer Road. Right. I yeah, think I that's a better shot. Noel. Yeah, unfortunately, I believe that the girl might be gone, but yeah. any documents that she might have or journals of her experience. I think we might want to uh, arrange for some security through JDIC before we go to the Hades. Because yeah. the last time we met those biker, that biker gang, we were rather outmatched physically. 
That's very true. Yeah. Now we have Harold Gall down on Beach Road. Okay. Be interested to know what he has to say about what he left behind when he sold his farm. I think he might be the most crucial key right now, being that that thing is in the National Forest. We might, I, I think we might need to speak with him, get something out of him. Maybe he has to know what that is. Yeah, so I got the uh, dates here for you. So he broke into that warehouse on July 23rd, and on July 26th he is when he said he, he sent it to JTIC. So. Hmm. But, yeah, but yeah, I think the goal is uh, probably the most pressing one. I, I got to yeah. agree with Dr. Carlisle there. As far as it being hot in July and August, I mean – it's hot. It's California. And you know, they... Uh, Not this... Oh, sorry. A few years ago in 88, somebody suggested that carbon monoxide emissions were going to cause the temperature to rise steadily. I read yeah. some studies on that. There's no significant proof yet. All right. Well, did we want to wait till tomorrow to visit Gaul, or are we going to try and catch him this evening? I think we should catch him while he's home in bed. And it's only six. Yeah, if he's in bed at six, yeah. then well, by the time we get or organized and get out there, it'll be you know maybe we'll catch him in the middle of his dinner. The summer yeah. in California right now, there's another three hours of sunlight. Yeah, dinner's a possibility though. Uh, now, I, do I remember correctly? He answered his phone but hung up. Yeah, he said um, he said the property's not; it's already been sold off. Right. Was right. Yeah, so we might catch him at home. Is Zara? Oh, maybe one of the ladies can call and just ask for some made-up name to ensure that he is is at the place where at his house, like. This phone number we're assuming is his home. If yeah. they call and he picks up, we know he's there. If it rings, it rings, it rings. We're going to go for, you know, it might be a wild goose chase. I was yeah. just suggesting one of the ladies and she could ask for Mildred, her friend. Oh, sorry, wrong number. Click. Right. Yeah. 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 I'll one go. What ladies. I'm oh, sorry. Me. Oh, I'm sorry. I forget some of you are ladies. I know. <laughs> she work on my voice. I took steroids, you know, so I got a deep voice. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I'll go. Uh, yeah, I'll go. I'll go dial up that number. All right. Uh, phone rings maybe four times, and there's an answer. Yeah, who is this? Oh hey, this is uh, this is Edith. I was I was wondering is is Jen there? Uh, you got the wrong fucking number. Slam. Oh. <laughs> I give a thumbs up over to Doctor Carlo. Yeah, he's there, and Delilah described him well. <laughs> How many people? I mean, well, I guess we're in the, we're going to hop in the truck and drive over there. I don't know if all five of us should march up to his door in a phalanx, though. Oh, I don't think so either, but we should be there in case something weird happens. 
Yeah. No, drive around them. I wonder if there's any pretense we can get him to talk to us uh, in a context where he thinks he has something to gain. Perhaps if we if we stop by um, Bull Wilderness, we can we can tell Jadik what what has occurred, and then we could also see if we can get a representative from Bull Wilderness to come with us and as the guys of trying to get uh, Gall to do some research for Full Wilderness or something like maybe it front it as a job opportunity. Yeah, I get us at the door. Well, um, for that matter, we don't need somebody else. We can just say we're representing Full Wilderness. Well, that's true. Uh, let me let me interject. Uh, your recap kind of represents your communication with uh, yeah. with what's his name, Robert. Oh, the assistant. Oh, our, our contact. Yeah. Right, and then his his response is always, "I'll talk to I'll talk to Jadik, and uh, I'll, we'll we'll have a response." Okay, as right. long as Jadik knows that white globule friend is running around in the forest, we're <laughs> okay. Yeah, not really okay, but you know. <laughs> I, I agree with Doctor Desmond. He doesn't know any of us, so any of us could be from Full Wilderness and just we're in the employ of Full Wilderness, legitimately. You are, yeah. yeah. And we do pet. want to know about his research, legitimately, because yeah. <laughs> his research is really dangerous. Yeah, yeah. seems like a pretty good story and one we could easily stick to. <laughs> All right. Um, so then you guys get into your, uh, SUVs and now Dr. Liege, I don't think you should drive this time. I think you're driving for today. Done. I'll, I'll drive. Done driving for today. I'm going to bring that little case, the well, long case with the, the trank rifle and throw it in the back of the SUV. So it's with us. Okay. So uh, you're driving across uh, San Damio, and you get to an area that at one point it might have been actual beachfront area, but since then developers have bought up all the land between there and the beach and have put in more stuff. So now it's kind of in a rundown neighborhood a little ways inland. the houses are not in good repair. The, the, the lawns are brown. Um, you notice areas where there is open just garbage. Um, I would like, who's driving? Uh, Dr. Ethan, do a spot hidden for me. 25 out of 50. Okay. Uh, as you're driving, you suddenly swerve because you notice that the manhole cover in the middle of the street is askewed. It's uh, like that. Um, Harold Gall's house is a two-story house. Uh, there is a small yard, but the yard is completely, it's just weeds and, and grass. Uh, there's no car in the uh, parking, uh, the, the, the parking space, but the house does have lights on inside as you pull up, you can see them through the window. What I'm going to do is slow down and drive past, tell everybody to take a look out the window 
and circle the block. I don't want to pull up and stop in front of his house. Okay. Then should we draw straws? How are we going to decide? That's I knew the conversation was coming, so I don't want to sit in front of his place if he's one of those nosy. Who's willing? Who wants to go? Who's who's good with people? I am not charming or persuasive. <laughs> I have I have a slight. I have a forty persuade thirty charm. So same boat. I'm not great, but I'm not like. I can be persuasive when I need to. <laughs> well, I'm better with animals than I am with people. So, <laughs> but I'm. I'll go. I'll go. I have no problem. So we're we're a bunch of socially awkward nerds. <laughs> that would appear to be the case. I'm trying to imagine the conversation in real life where you describe yourself as forty percent persuasive and twenty eight percent firming. Well, I mean, we we might actually be the kind of people to put new numbers on that sort of thing. <laughs> That's, right. That's part of the spectrum. Well, pe people say I have a have a nice smile and. Given enough time, I can generally convince people to my way of thinking. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's an argument. And also, I think sending at least one of the lady doctors is a good idea in terms of human psychology. Okay. Yeah. So, All right. so Dr. well, there's a, there's a cracked cement walkway going up to the front door, which is up a couple of steps. Um. Is the house on a corner? Is it in the middle? If I park on the side, would I be able to see the back door? Or, you know? It's kind of in the middle. And it doesn't look like there's much of a backyard, you know, just sort of a, almost a condo-sized backyard. Not, not much to it at all. Uh, but it's not a condo. It's not abutted up against the houses around it. Okay. You can see, too, that the, the plaster is, the stucco is cracked. You can even see a couple of places on corners where the chicken wire is showing through. All right. Thank you. Sorry. All right. So, so you walk up to the front door. Um, you can hear what sounds like a television inside. It's not very loud, but you can hear it going inside. What which one? Which ones of us went? So I went. I. Yep. Okay. All right. Who's gonna knock? I'll knock. <laughs> All right. Um, at first, you don't hear anything, and then you hear uh, obviously foot footsteps coming towards the door, and you hear the latch unlatch and the door opens it up and standing there is this rather insane looking little man uh he's dressed in a kind of blue denim uh he obviously has smears of something on his shirt and he has a kind of a crazed look in his eye and he says yeah what do you want who the hell are you? Mr. Gall? Where yeah. was 
We are with uh, the Full Wilderness Organization. Full Wilderness? Ah, a bunch of crackpots. We would what like to speak want? with you about your research. I don't want to give you any kind of my, my research. You want to talk to me about my research? Yes. I doubt that you can understand my research. Try me. All right. And he turns around and just walks back inside, leaving the door open. He says, so, you're from those crackpots at the full wilderness place. Think they're going to save the world. He says, what are they going to save them from? That's the big question. I got my plans. You know, what do you think the problems are in the world? And he walks over into his kitchen and he pops up in the fridge and he pulls out a beer and he pops the top and starts drinking it. The place is a mess, needless to say. I, I assume so from his mug. <laughs> what do you think is the problem in this world? The problem, uh, what do you think the problem is here in San Damio? It's also hot. That certainly is causing issues. I think in general, though, the, the problem is a lack of understanding. <laughs> a lack of understanding. The problem is the goddamn sewer people. Really? Yeah, the sewer people. That's the problem. The problem is, is that they're homeless, that they've turned their backs on society, they live in the fucking sewers, and that they're, they're going to come up one day and take us all over. They blind their children so that they can live in the dark. They're completely fucking a problem. And I'm going to be the one to do something about it. Because nobody else will. I'm almost drawing blood from, on the, from the inside of my cheek. Trying not to just lose it at this guy. <laughs> So, one of our one of our associates um, inherited your old farm, and we've been hearing some strange things about about that. The you farm. That? I sold the fucking farm. I don't need the fucking farm. The farm. I'm fucking done with plants. Just completely done with them. I did everything I could in that direction. Now I'm working with animals. But as far as this animal research, what is it? Is it nature? Are you like training dogs? Are you studying biology? <laughs> dogs. Dogs aren't going to take care of the problem. <laughs> well, en enlighten me. What, what is this line of research? You want to see my research? All right, fine. Come on. And he uh, walks you to the uh, to a back door and uh, there is a box with a keypad and just boop, 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 boop. do a spot hidden for me both of you can I succeed I failed with an 85 okay uh, Dr. Jonathan Liege, UC36942. Write that down, shouldn't I? And uh, 
there's a moment and then the door opens and there is a, a, a definite sort of sound. So it's pressurized. And the door opens and beyond that door is a complete contrast to what the rest of his house is like. This is a well-appointed lab. It's clean. It's neat. Um, it's well-organized. Uh, there is, however, a rather putrid smell coming from inside. Um, he just, he casually walks inside expecting you to follow. Um, there's, once again, sample jars and bottles and all sorts of things. There's equipment. And in the center of the room is a very large um, metal table with something completely draped in uh, a tarp. So I'm, as we're walking in, it goes psycho, myself, Dr. Evans. Yeah. Order of operations. And I'd like you both to look around and do a spot hidden for me. And I pass this time. I missed it by two. 77. I fail with a 69. Okay. I'll spend two points of luck. Okay. You can do that. But I'm not going to tell you what it's for until later. <laughs> I still have one of those. Dang it. You do. <laughs> yeah. I've got two of them now. <laughs> All right. So he says, uh, he says, now what the biggest problem here is, is you've got those sewer people down there. And nobody knows where they are. So you need something that can go down there, can hunt them down, can get rid of them, and uh, and the problem solved. All of our problems in San Damiel are completely taken care of once we get rid of this blight on human society. When and, you said you were working on animals, I didn't realize you were a eugenicist. A what? A eugenicist. What's a eugenicist? Eugenics. Oh, wiping something out? I don't know. You well, have to explain. Yeah. I just don't know that word. <laughs> Cleaning up the gene pool. By oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah like the Bene Gesserit from Dune. Oh, okay. Mm. He, says, he says, well, somebody's got to do it. And he grabs hold of the tart and he flings it back. And what you see would make any taxidermist probably barf. Oh, what the hell? Yeah. It, I'm going to make a constitution check. That's... It's, it's, it's dead body, dead animals all stitched together. Uh, you can also see that there's a couple of barrels on the other side of the table that are pretty much filled with body organs and nastiness that he has discarded. Well, I got an 01 on my constitution check, so I think I'm doing okay. Okay, how about uh, how about you, Dr. Leash? What is my constitution? 55. Oh, I got a 26, I'm fine. Okay. <clears throat> now, when I turn this baby loose, I haven't named it yet. I'm thinking maybe Lucy. Turn it loose, Lucy. Lucy, 
We'll call it Lucy. Yeah, Lucy's going to take care of all of our problems for us. All right. What do you think? Well, it's rather macabre. Macabre? Why do you say that it's macabre? You're looking at at it. It's gruesome. Gruesome. Gruesome, is it? My work is gruesome. Get the fuck out of my house. And he just starts immediately ushering you towards the door. Get the fuck out. I'm just oh, just surprised. We, we, we've seen your, out. your previous research, and it was just so like clean. He reaches for a drawer, and he pulls uh, out a gun. He's, get the fuck out of my house now. A bunch of freaking hippy-dippy. And he, uh, he more or less pushes you out of the house. Now, the rest of you in the car... So, so as we're... I mean, as, as we're being forced out... Listen, we need... We just need your help, okay? With your with your last curation at, at the farm. No. And he slams the door in your face. <laughs> Don't ever come back, he yells at you. Well, that one went well. Hey, we hey Dr. Car- Carlisle, they're, they're coming out of the house. Yeah, you guys see him chase them out with a gun. In. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we should sick the cops on him. That would at least be a very amusing police report to read. Mm-hmm. What happened? He He's absolutely batshit. Yeah, he he thinks that there's a um, people living down in the sewer who are causing all of our problems, and he's sewn a bunch of animal carcasses together to go hunt them down. Well, when we were that big swerve I made was, when we were coming here was to avoid a manhole cover that was left open hmm. I wonder if he's going to look for him himself or maybe he's put some other kind of weird Frankenstein monster thing down there but that thing on the table was dead it was dead animal no carcasses way. you're animal talking carcasses. about a, 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 a bunch of what they so took a bunch of thing. animal carcasses and sewed them together so imagine like if I took like the head of a crocodile, attached it to a dog that was attached to a cat, that was attached to a bear, that was attached to another bear. Wait, this so the, the kind of things that we're talking about. The genius who discovered something that makes plants grow magnificently and also animate them thinks that a bunch of dead animals are going to take care of sewer people. So what if I don't know. His he did not seem like this type of stable mind, especially if he's already curated like something so clean. You know that that little white globule to then transition into. Well, maybe maybe with those dead things, he was gonna. Oh, that white globule seemed to animate dead things. No, it was animating the plants inside the dead things. He said he was done with plants. I I could not see that person. The person that we met creating anything that works obviously something at the like his experience at the farm must have broken him Hmm. so he really seems quite crazy yes he he definitely has appeared to to have snapped Hmm. but i want to know what he what he saw that that did that to him if he was because the people in delilah said that he was not sociable not that he was insane 
We need to get Jadik to find out who was paying him for research in Delilah. Because those people might have some documentation of whatever the hell he was doing when he was working for them. It, might give us it would appear that he's still got some sort of funding. Because hmm. his lab was... That was pretty significant. Asinine. This lab was immaculate. Hmm. Now maybe... If we could get him out of the house... Well, I don't... I, don't, I didn't see the code. Never mind. <laughs> I, I don't know that we know the code. <laughs> I know the code. Oh. Huh. Well, yeah, I mean, we could, well, where would we put it up to where we could watch the house? It's the neighborhood. I mean, you know. Well, if. Yeah. I wonder if we could goad him into some sort of altercation. That doesn't seem terribly hard. Yeah, well. He, he is exceedingly goadable. Of course, I, I would rather not have a bullet in my chest. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I saw him have that gun there. I don't know if I want to antagonize that. Hmm. Also, if he's not working with plants anymore, he's just sewing animals together. Could you say crocodile? Yeah. yeah. There, was, there were crocodile parts. There was a bit of everything. I mean, there might not be anything of interest in his research at this point. I I don't know. Well, maybe he has money saved up. Who knows? He did sell the farm. Yeah, he sold the farm. Who knows what kind of money he was making when he was doing his research? Yeah, well, this neighborhood looks pretty inexpensive. True, true. Now, if he could do what he did with plants with this animal creature that you describe I don't even want to think about the repercussions I really don't I, I don't know but I am curious what he was if he was doing anything down in the sewer do we bring any flashlights with us I we believe we did yeah we brought some to take at the gas station yeah because we were going to take him to the farm just in case the power was out mm-hmm well, does anybody want to take a quick look down there to see if he set anything up down there? Down the sewer? Down in the sewers, especially if you set up like maybe some monitoring equipment and we are looking at it, maybe that will get him to come out. Yeah, let's see if we can find some blind sewer dwellers. I mean, well, they're, they're blind. We don't have to worry about our flashlights. We'll be good. <laughs> well, Unfortunately, I need to see. So yeah, I know. Well, I mean, they, they, like, they won't see us. Oh, I, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Sorry, it's just after after today and seeing some kind of oh right. kind of monstrosity. I'm just a little out of it. Yeah, it's no, been a weird few days. After seeing Doctor Desmond and a few of us get actually get attacked by plants, I'm not putting anything past some sodden together taxidermy either. But the thing that that attacked us, you know, I, I keep going back. Like that was it had intelligence. Uh, it was small. It was robust. It knew what it was doing, and what he was doing in there did not seem like the type of and 
stable. He didn't. System. He didn't create life. From, from what we can see on the farm, he must have found something. Are you guys still parked in front of his house? Sorry. No. Are you guys still parked in front of his house? Went down the street. We were never in front of his house. Because right. are you still in your car parked there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're trying to decide whether to get back to the. And I'm curious also, you know, whether we can park the truck in front of the sewer so that if somebody does go down, they can not get run over. You start to notice a few hoodlum characters in the neighborhood that are on their porches, kind of watching you guys. Mm-hmm. Guys have a nice, nice SUV. Mm-hmm. Oh, if I notice that, I'll drive away. But we can circle back around to get to a sewer. Okay. I think we need a better game plan for this. Come back in the daytime. It's still a down. Well, I'm just come... concerned that he would pack up whatever it, whatever is down there. I just wanted to take a quick look. How far before uh, his place was the sewer? Oh, maybe 50, 60 feet. Oh, so it's the same block. It's not... Yeah, same block. Yeah. Every, every block has, yeah. We could drive around and look for another one that's uh, askew. Where we haven't already been clocked as a bunch of clueless people with money. Mm. It's worth a try. I don't expect we're going to find much in the sewer anyway, but it is curious. Yeah. His, the connection between his, I guess, obsession, would you say? Yeah. It seemed obsessive. Did he think there were sewer people in Delilah? What no, was he no. trying to solve with plants? That's a good question. <laughs> Couldn't get anything do? out of him for that. Molly said he's done with plants. Done with plants. Which he which means he was working with plants. At some point, he admitted that. Was. Did he seem when he said he was done with plants? Did it seem like he was afraid of what he'd done? No. Weirder and weirder. I don't know if he seemed lucid enough to be afraid. Is it possible that we're dealing with three entirely different kinds of unnatural life, just coincidentally, or is there some unifying? So what if what if somebody rented his farm because he used to rent the land and let something loose? What if say a Don Biozyme rented his land for farming and just left something there? Morgan, do an idea roll. <laughs> 44, that's going to be just a normal pass. So close to a hard, but not quite. It's good. Um, you suddenly stop talking, and it suddenly dawns on you that in the lab in uh, Delilah, and in his lab in there, there was a bottle on the shelf, a carboy. And now that you think about it, it might have actually said Don Biozyme on there. You didn't think about it before. This is the spot hidden. You didn't think about it before, but now it suddenly triggers. He has Don, he had Don Biozyme equipment. 
in both labs. There was Dom Biozyme equipment. Hmm. What do you mean, uh, equipment? Like He had a bottle of something that was labeled Dom Biozyme. Oh, so you think? He's tied to them somehow. I don't know yeah, why he would. Yeah, maybe they made something there that he's Right, they're a research company. They don't yeah. sell things. Yeah, I mean, but he, he got it somehow, and that's what he's, he's used. They're fighting so this research. creature, this, this little white creature. The thing that's in the forest could be the cousin of the thing that Peter Taint sent. Or a precursor. <laughs> or a precursor, or any, yeah, I don't know their relation. An initial try. Hmm. And all we know is that its creator considered it malevolent. We should we try to introduce plants into our little creature's environment and see what it does. You know, it's it's uh, one more experiment to add to the list. Yeah, it can't hurt. Yeah. I suspect it's not going to eat them. I don't know if it'll inhabit them. Well, just once again, behavioral things, just to see what it, if it reacts at all. But Absolutely. Whatever Don Biozyme is doing, it involves a woman who's grown an insane amount, the creature we have in our lab, and now I strongly believe that creature that has, has escaped off into the woods. Yeah. They're, they're connected somehow. The plants grew really well. That moss seemed to grow really well. That lady grew really well. Huh. What are they up to? I don't know. As we drive around, are there other manholes that are disrupted? No. All right. Uh, Ethan, do you want to uh, crack out that trank gun so we can have a trip, quick trip down the sewer? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But being that the local... Um, wildlife took notice of us i wonder if the gun will be more useful as a deterrent above ground or below maybe if just displayed on the way down there'll be an impression made yeah because you know it looks pretty like a rifle right exactly in the dark at a distance it'll pass for a rifle i mean it's still only what seven at the latest yeah seven so it's not you know, maybe the shadows are long, but it's thinking it's it's later. It looks like a rifle, though. Yeah. And we're not going to be, you know, we're not going to be down there long. I right, will do. You're not going to be down there at all, Margaret. We'll do this five minutes in, five minutes out. Do an idea roll for me, guys. Thirty-five. 100. <laughs> we are geniuses. Well, Dr. Margaret's pretty much convinced that you could swim out to sea and find the pipe, swim back up. <laughs> into the... No. Um, you're pretty much sure that the, the piping, that the sewers are laid out in San Damiel along the roads. So, I mean, because they're, they're right in the middle. So anywhere along here, even a couple, you know, three or four hundred feet down the road, you could get in and work your way. Yeah. Well, it's not, it, they're not going to be sewers like this. They're going to be sewers like this. So <laughs> it's not like you can get lost. 
It's California, not Boston. Right. Right. So why don't we drive uh, back to a semi-safe location, and then we'll go down into the sewer and check it out. That way, at least you don't have to worry about the local thugs jumping you from taking the car. Sounds good. I think two blocks. I mean, two blocks. If we're out of sight, we're not going to, again, we're not going to take very long. Right. Uh, we're going to need a crowbar or something to pry up the manhole cover that's uh, the, not already loose. The jack, you know, the jack from the... Sure. The car jack will work. Yeah, we could just use a Heather's just raw strength, right? That's right. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> she didn't do steroids for nothing. <laughs> All right. So let's say you find yourself uh, an area that you think is kind of safe uh, because maybe there's like a 7-Eleven or something nearby. And yeah. As long as there's people, they're not going to bother your car. Um Who's going and who's going to stay with the car? I'll go down. Yeah, we sent them into the house of the crazy guy. I think we should take this chance. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll join you. Too. Um, I'll... So you have to kind of run out into the middle of the street to get to the sewer. However, there's not much traffic right now. So, okay. Is this a two-way street or a one-way? It's a two-way street. And is the manhole right in the middle of the street, or is it on the left or the right? It's pretty much dead center in the middle of the street. We can still park and put the hazard lights on, though, and oh. then, you know, drivers will be attentive. Right. All right. Uh, so um, it's just uh, it's Doctor Ethan and Doctor uh, Doctor Flores. Uh, Doctor Mills wanted to come down as well. It seems. Yep. Yep, I'll join. Okay. Who's going first? I'll go. Oh, you can go. <laughs> be my guest. You you have the you have the trank, so you have to. It's going to be harder for you to use the ladder. I I'll get in first with a flashlight. Um, when you pry up the manhole, uh, uh, almost immediately cockroaches come out from around the manhole they skitter yeah. uh, they're they're big california cockroaches are not like texas cockroaches but they'll they still get pretty big and uh, it's warm and it's warm and it's humid um the smell from down below uh it doesn't see it doesn't smell like there's much because this is probably water drainage it's not it's not sewage, sewage. Uh, you can see that there is a ladder going down, maybe about 15 feet. I don't know anything about sewers, but we'll say 15 feet. And that you can see a trickle of water running in the middle down below. I'm, I'm gonna call, call out to them. Just when you, when you get by where he was doing stuff, if you can capture some kind of living organism, we can take it back. I just want to see if there might be any traces of chemicals that are present in our caterpillars that might be similar to creatures that maybe he's working with. Just a thought. Yeah, I've got my you know plastic sample containers, All right. shoulder bag or whatever. Now, yeah, I go down. I you know, I, I flash the light around and I stamp a lot to try to dislodge other vermin. Get the, the the mice and the and the cockroaches. 
Um, when you get down to the bottom, you can see that the tunnel goes in both directions, but it's only about four and a half feet high. So you're going to have to hunker down and, and you don't have to crawl on your hands and knees, but you have to, to lean down. Um, if you indeed want to go in the direction of the house. Yeah, that's, and flashing a light around, of course there's no light down there, whatever. Right. Uh, so I see, you know, the reflection of light and the trickle of water. Right. Uh, and cobweb uh, cobwebs, just growths. There's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, moss. There's a lot of uh, uh, slime on the walls. Uh, there's moisture. So you can hear the sound of dripping. You can hear the sound of skittering, which is even more disturbing, but you know it's probably just cockroaches. Right. And baby rats. Um, you see a couple of rather large wharf rats, which uh, uh, any of you who know anything about diseases know that they carry some pretty pretty bad diseases. Um, I'm going to try to tuck everything in my hand <laughs> because I don't want insects down my back. <laughs> all right. So how far are you going to go? You're going to go all the way until you think you're near dolls? I mean, we went two blocks or so, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, it's going to be kind of slow, you know, stooped with a flashlight, but right. it, at least there aren't going to be a lot of like, it's not a maze. It's going to be pretty simple. So, you know, I'm going to, yeah. You We're going to see if we can find the ladder that could be his. Okay. And there might be light coming down from that. In fact, there should be since the, it was a little skewed, yeah. Um, well, that's in fact what happens. But now it takes you half an hour to get to where Gaul's area is. And you're pretty sure that's what it is because you guys, yes, you can see that the, the thing up there is, is skewed. However, you haven't really encountered anything but rats and cockroaches. and um, Occasionally you hear noises, but you don't know what they are. They could actually be street people up above. It's just echoing down here. Cars going over manholes and stuff like that, but you're not sure. And, um, you know, and when I reach the lighter that has a crescent of light uh -huh. above it, there's not a little red beeping light over here saying, nothing. this is my... 1991 VHS recording device or right. no nothing like that or a big pile of decaying sewn together animal corpses or sewer people camped out yeah now can I do a natural world to see if there's anything unnatural sure Hold on. yeah 60 of 6 no 61 of 60 failed by one point I can, I'll try it as well. Okay. Twenty-two for sixty. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't know a lot about the specific ecology of sewers, but 
Well, near near Gauls, maybe not not right where his house is, but you can see down one of the tunnels that there's something down there, something large, and you can't see clearly because it kind of glistens. Um, it's got a kind of an off-white color to it, and it's laying in the sewer itself in the, in the thing. Yeah. So I'm going to flash my light, and if it's at an intersection, probably all three of us could look at the same time. Like, did you see that? Is that, is that what is that? Yeah. Look, about how far away from from us it would could we maybe, estimate? Maybe thirty or forty feet. All right. Uh how big can we can we Well, when you first looked at it, uh it looks like it's at least maybe two feet high. Mm. Um and sort of laying in the middle of the uh I mean, it could just be a dead stray dog or something, but yeah, it's I'm close gonna, enough that I think it, you know, I'm, we have to. Well, I search, I, I assume I have like some change. I was like, want to throw in plinket, see if it reacts. Um, Sure. Yeah, there's no reaction from it at all. Uh, and well. there's no particular stench. Um, Actually, as you're approaching it, yeah, there's definitely the smell of something dead. Okay. All right. Well, let's go check. I'm going to start walking down there to check it out. Uh, you know, uh, Margaret was wanting a sample, and here we go. Um, as you approach, you can see that it probably, in fact, is a dead dog. Oh. Uh, it looks like it uh, may have wandered into the sewer system from farther down. Uh, and it's it's somewhat emaciated, so it's uh, probably starved to death. Has it has it? Um, you know how a a carcass kind of uh, flattens. Yeah, a little bit. A, quick, a little bit. Uh huh. Yeah. And there are no red flowers on it. No, no red flowers. That's good. Uh. Yeah, I don't, you know, I, 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 this doesn't seem like it's relevant. If we want to try to trap a little bit for Dr. Evans, I'm willing, but it might just be silly. What do you guys think? I, I'd say we're already here. Let's, let's just grab it, grab a little bit just in case. I don't want to walk down there here again. <clears throat> Does it have a collar? Uh, no. Okay. Um, Dr. Heather, do a constitution roll. Actually, you can all do constitution rolls. Uh, fail. I failed by one. Um, well, Dr. Heather, how much did you fail by? Uh, seven. That's not so bad. You're just all feeling really claustrophobic. It stinks. It's wet. It's hot. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to I'm picturing like little plastic things that are kind of round, kind of sure. put those. You've also got to make your way back. 
Yeah, I'm just going to pinch some of the hair off this dog, put it in the little thing, and go, let's get the fuck out of here. This is right. disgusting. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we can, can climb up. Time. We can climb up right where we were, listen to see if any cars are coming, and I'll jump up if you want. That way yeah. we don't have to go back through the whole thing. Yeah, I, I support yeah. that. I mean, I, I would like to put the manhole cover back on straight for that matter. Okay. All right. So we'll assume you do that. Uh, you're coming up now back over towards Skulls. Mm-hmm. Um, but he hasn't seen us, so. Do a spot hidden for me. 99. I'm worried about trying to conceal my gun somehow. <laughs> 48 is a normal success. Okay. Fail. <laughs> um, Dr. Desmond, as you're climbing out, you notice a group of kids down the street that have spotted you guys climbing out, and they're all freaking out. <laughs> Right, because they've heard sewer people rumors from the yeah. crazy new neighbor. Um, so you see some of them run into their houses. and Ethan, just uh, if you would do a casual barrel down inspection of your apparent firearm, we could hustle down two blocks away and uh, hopefully get to the SUV before somebody decides that we're actually scaring. Let's just uh, jog over there. Yeah. Okay. So you managed to get back to the SUV, and you all get inside. Well, we had a sewer tour. Dr. Evans, we have a small sample for you that's probably a dead stray. Uh, but they, but people around here seem to think that we're really sewer people. Well, I was just going to say, uh, you missed all of them. After you guys went down there, and they were gone for a minute, They all, all the sewer people came up and ran, so you couldn't find them. Yeah. <laughs> they were wait, waited for you to walk off, and they all, they all bolted. So it's now about 8 o'clock. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting pretty hungry. Yeah, me too. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go back to the hotel. I'll have a stiff drink before I try to eat any food after that dog. I'm going to get a shower. I, I don't even want to put my hands in my mouth. after. So we'll assume you all go back then to your, uh, uh, your hotel. Uh, when you get to the, when you get to the, uh, the plaza uh, leading up to your hotel, uh, there's entertainment going on. There's uh, um, kind of in the, you know, the, there's still some light in the sky. Uh, the sun has gone down. Uh, there's people sitting around, there's music playing, there's uh, uh, people enjoying the evening. And uh, go inside, you go up, uh, you're going to go up and change and get cleaned up. So that's what yeah. you yep, I don't know about anything else. I'm going to the Scat Cat Lounge. Kind of grown. Kind of grown on me. <laughs> yeah, after the shower. Is is there is there can we get dinner there? Um or just snacks. I suppose you can get snacks there. There is uh there is a restaurant down in the bottom level um at a cafe. I mean I think maybe we uh, I think I called it Pickman's Bistro. <laughs> oh, that's right. That is right. Yep. 
So we maybe maybe Pikmin's and then we'll go to the Scat Cat. What do you think? That nah, sounds yeah. good to me. Okay. Sounds like a plan. The uh, the food of the Pikmin is pretty good. <clears throat> um, so you you have your uh, you have your lunch or your dinner, and then you head up to the Scat Cat. Okay, no, so now you're in the Scat Cat. What do you guys want to do? Uh, looks like they've got somebody else tonight. They've got a piano player. Okay, playing the piano. So what are we? What what's the plan plan for tomorrow? What are we going to go after? I don't think going back to Gaul will do us much good at the moment. No. He was calling us crackpots, and I find that quite interesting. Maybe Nicole Rand. Noel, yeah. Noel, Noel. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe uh, a little time at the lab, uh, and then, and then, and after lunch, call on Noel Rand. We don't know. We don't even know where she lives, right? So we can't expect to find her until. Oh, we, we have, have her. We have her address. address. We have an address. We don't know where she works, though, right? Right. That's true. I assume that she's out during the day. We also know that she was friends with Jenny and that uh, Jenny went to Thor's gym. Who has the the book of uh, Tate's contact? One of you does. Yeah. yeah. So I want to look for two names. One, I want to look for um, the friend, Noelle Rand. Mm-hmm. See if she's in there. She is. Okay. She's in there, but there's no stars next to her. No stars. And I also want to look for Norman Martinez, who's the detective over the case, his missing person's case. He's not in there. He's not? Okay. Just a thought. Uh, Jenny's in there. Jenny's in there. And her, her address. Uh, her address? Yeah. Are there any other names that we recognize? Like uh, Slacks, their, um, their contact over um, No. Wilderness. There was that Aaron Hetley property, wasn't there? That was the one that Gall used to sell his property. Uh, wasn't right? there also a, uh, another listing? The guy had a weird card, like a tarot card? Yeah, it's a, well, some guy came out and gave him a tarot card. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's like the hangman or something. He was hanging upside down. Who, so. who did that man say he was with? Was he a representative of, of Gaul? Uh, just a second. I'm reading the uh, thing. Oh, um, Le Pendu? Pen Le Pendu or something like that? Yeah, that's the French name of that card. Yeah, that's all we had for that, I believe. Yeah, he got he got it from a tall, good-looking black black guy. Uh, he, uh, Mister Hetley, H E T T L Y. Mm -hmm. Huh. Well, that, that was what he said his name was, right? Yeah, yeah. So you didn't say he was who he was representing. Hang on. Uh, did, did. 
the agent of the former owner is what uh, Mr. Hetley said he was. Yep. The former owner? Yeah, Mr. Gall. He never said Gall, though. No, he did not. We assume that's what he meant, but the owner, the former owner of what? And with, with Don, Don Biozyme's involvement here, I wonder... I don't, and given the the mental state of um, uh, Gaul, I don't think he would be sending people back to go check up on his old property if he really wanted nothing to do with it. Yeah, that's true. And the man, and the man said former owner. Maybe he didn't know. I don't know. Where but it'd be, it'd be in public record who owned that that farm. So. Well, Gaul's got connections to Don Biozyme. Right. So my, my concern would be that this That's man... Don Biozyme employee. That, um, that Tate didn't recognize, though. Tate was working there. Yeah. Might not have been lab personnel. Well, just what an odd thing to hand somebody. Right? Very odd. Well, I do we have... Oh, dang. We don't have an address for Hetley. Uh... I'm going to go to the yellow pages and look up Aaron P. Hetley Properties, see if we there's an ad, a listing for that. Wasn't that Jessica DeLone? Uh, I think she was from a different agency. Yeah, I think think she was the one that uh, Tate was using. Yeah, there, there, oh. there was Tate's agent, but whoever Gall listed his property through, maybe. So, yeah. Uh, there is no listing in the yellow pages. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably. The white pages? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is none. Okay. <laughs> How about the blue pages? Phyllis? No. Purple pages. Actually, there was another one. There were the white pages, which were people's ad and phone numbers. There were the yellow pages, which was businesses. But wasn't there like a... The, the blue. blue. They were the government. Blue. They were government. government. That's right. Yeah. yeah so. Now, remind me here. There was a slip of paper that had a phone number on it, too. Yeah, that was Gaul. That was Gaul. Okay, just, yeah. just one. Yeah, I don't want to talk to that guy. It doesn't really say who, where he got it from, though, in his journal. No. No, it doesn't. He just had a number with his with his number. Uh, in the uh, do we know who Ed is? In the journal, after he gets the tarot card, he says that he should call Ed and Ed's let him know. Ed's his brother. His brother. Oh, you okay. met his brother. Yeah, that's right. His Thank friendly you. and helpful brother. Hey, he was a nice guy. All right. Hmm. I mean, we haven't spoken to the police. We haven't gone for God's lost children. We did find two sets of keys. Were they for the farm, or did we figure out what that was? We never had yes. to use the keys. Were they for the farm? Yeah, the second set was for the farm. And then okay. there was another set that was old. Was the old set for the farm? That was for the farm. Okay, and the new yeah. set? That's for his apartment. His apartment. Okay, just one of the... Eliminate mm -hmm. that. Okay. And you are correct. You didn't have to use them on the farm. The farm was right. abandoned. Wide open. And we haven't had an intern um, 
go through the pleasantries of those VHS tapes, right? We 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 watched the one and we just a while. <laughs> subject them to that. I'll fall on that grenade. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're we're making an assumption that that's what all of them are, but. You I keep like calling me. your intern and say, "What are you doing?" And he says, "I'm working. I'm working. I'm staying. I'm staying in the apartment and working." <laughs> <laughs> so what I what I could see the leads are would be the police, the God's Lost Children, and that that uh, French the the Frenchman, the black Frenchman. Yeah, we have and Noel, and Noel, yes, and Noel. correct. And also, go ahead if. If we were, I just try to think in in the mind of Tate. If we were trying to get away from Don Biosign and we did not feel safe at the farm because we learned probably from that creature or the combination of that creature and and the tarot card kind of threat, and we drive back here and we wanted to disappear at that point, where would we go? I think we're going to have to do some research into Tate's financial situation. Uh, you know, his brother felt very strongly that he would kill himself, but if he's going to disappear, he's going to need money to do so. Yeah. Right. And also the damage to the car and what we saw at the farm does not leave me hopeful. Well, no. wasn't there money moved to an account? There, there was. was some money shuffled around between different accounts. It's going to definitely take a little of forensic accounting to figure out whether he was getting paid by somebody else or hiding money or laundering money or what uh, yeah. that's going to require attention and skill. Right. And I guess another thing to consider, but possibly a foul fate has befallen him is maybe he would have just won the JDIC. Right. He seems to have a, you know, a great deal of regard for JDIC, but I don't know I'm not sure how you get from a violently assaulted vehicle in a park to a high-level executive without anybody noticing. And, you know, Jadik wants us to investigate the matter, so. And that's true. No, I think, I, I do think forensic accounting on, on Peter Tate is going to be something that we need to find somebody to do if one of us isn't good at that kind of thing. Uh, I want to. I want to watch more of this horrible creature. Yeah, and I think I think you know if if Jennifer is in some way involved in the same experimentation that Don Biozyme has been behind, uh, Doctor Evans, uh, you said you saw material from Don Biozyme at both labs. What was it? Um, keeper, but would I know enough to have a guess of what it was? Or did we kind of just notice that it was? It was just a bottle. It was, it was a, oh, wait a minute. It was a bottle. What size? What's, yeah, what size? It was a carboy, like a big, big okay. round. So, five gallons. Myozyme has an employee that grows really, really fast. Okay. We have evidence at the farm of plants growing really, really fast. 
Mm-hmm. And maybe he still has some of it and he might be using it to grow parts for his whatever horrible monstrosity does house really, really fast. Were they unusually sized? The animals were pretty no. big. No, no. Not yet, at least. No, not yet. Yeah, but if it was that big, it wouldn't fit in the sewer. Right. I'm, I'm not, I don't think his mind was was sinking everything clearly at that point. But there, that's a connection there that Don Biozai material. <clears throat> Were the bottles full? What color I, was what in them? I don't know. You didn't really even think about the bottles. Mm-hmm. In fact, you didn't really clearly see Don Biosign written on them, but it's the combination of seeing part of a name and another part of a name and the same sort of bottle, and you're 90% sure that it's Don Biosign. There was a lot of information, too, on the bottle. Right. So Don Biosign wants to test something. And so they get somebody who is presumably crazy to test it with. Because if he blabbers, everyone's going to go, ah, whatever. Well, except he seemed to be, to think he was very much self-starting. <clears throat> well, he thinks that. Fair How much enough. that is the case. Yeah, well, what you describe of his current experimentation doesn't sound like he's a genius that invented a new form of life or two. How's the how's the piano music? Generic. Uh. All right. Hmm. Well, anything else for the the night, or we want to meet back up in the morning? This whiskey's starting to kick in. Well, we should we should definitely meet back up in the morning, but we we should pick a line of inquiry that we want to follow. I vote to uh, go talk to uh, Noel. I'm 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 with the same Heather. Sounds good. I just don't want to knock on her door at eight in the morning when she's getting ready for work. Right, and I liked your idea, Doctor Flores, that you mentioned earlier. We should spend some time in the morning at the lab with our little friend, and then go pay her a visit. Could be at the gym in the morning if she's a gym rat. Well, the gym was saying that he hadn't seen her for what either right i don't think we asked really yeah yeah I, you just called the gym so yeah yeah it just, well, we, we had called the gym and i remember heather asked the guy if he had seen noel recently so she got in touch with noel to get in touch with um yeah the girl i can never remember her name jen jennifer Jen, thank you jennifer arm brewster Yep, I have her in down on the other page in notes. <laughs> yeah, I'm very curious as to whether or not we can get the sample tissue from our little friend to grow. Because I suspect that since it doesn't seem to have any organs, that it can reproduce. But parthenogenetically? Yeah. It can split. Um, spontaneous reproduction. Yeah. yeah, which will tell us a lot about how many Don Biozyme might have and, yes. and what their 
risk. We can, also, we can also look for some of those strange materials and strange um, cell structures in things like the caterpillar and those flowers that we... Oh yeah, we actually have a lot of other stuff that we should put in the lab. We probably did actually when we yeah. stopped at the lab on the way back. We probably put all our samples in the fridges because mm -hmm. we would just carry it around tissue samples as we yeah. had sewer tours. <laughs> Let the caterpillars be free. About that time, uh, you see a hotel employee uh, come into the scat cat. And uh, he looks around for a moment and sees the five of you sitting there. And uh, he walks up and he says, excuse me, is one of you Dr. Ethan Carlisle? Uh, that will be me. Uh, you're part of the team that's working for Don, for uh, <clears throat> Wilderness? Correct. Uh, I have a message for you. And he hands you a, a slip of paper. I take it. And it says, um, urgent, um, uh, call Dr. Uh, what was his name? Dr. Leeds uh, at the at, uh, Zemvatech. Morton Leem. Uh, Leem, that's it, Leem. Call Dr. Morton Leem. Uh, there's been an accident, it says. I... Relay the note to the gentleman, to everybody at the table, and I say, um, I think... I immediately run for a phone. <laughs> it's yeah. about 8.30. Go let's, to the... Let's, uh, let's go to one of our rooms and use a the phone there rather than the pay phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so we go back to... the messenger. So oh, you yeah. go downstairs. You go downstairs, and uh, uh, you get on the phone. Uh, uh, hello. This is Dr. Leem. Uh, Dr. Carlisle, I, there's an urgent message. Oh, thank God. Um, yeah, there has been uh, an accident at the lab. There has been a breach. Uh, could you guys get over here ASAP? Uh, on our way. Click and jump in. The... All right, everybody, we just go. Uh, so you, you get downstairs, you get to your, your SUV, you drive over to the lab. And when you see there, when you get to the lab, uh, the lab is lit up and uh, you can see a number of colleagues, scientists, and so forth uh, all over the place. Um, there's a number of guards. And it looks like, just you pull up like, there's something going on on the back of the property uh, of the the of the compound that that Zimbotech is on, and uh, as you pull up, uh, Doctor Lean comes out and he sees you, waves you over. Um, he says, "We have we have three people in the hospital." Uh, I don't know what to say. The uh, the creature is out. Son of a bitch. All right. Do we know around where it is? Well, let me, let me show you what we've got. And he, he brings you inside, and uh, you go down the corridor to the, the room where it was contained, and you can see that they've sort of quarantined off the area. And 
the glass uh, where the uh, on one side of the containment area looks like it's been melted mm. and there are large puddles of something on the floor that have actually eaten their way into the cement foundation. Uh, and directly on the other side, you can see a place where the wall has been melted. And right outside that, you can see the fence and you can see the woods and the fence itself looks like it's been melted. Um, the area is quarantined off. Dr. Leem says it seems to have been able to produce uh, some sort of acid. We think that it's uh, something along the lines of uh, uh, floral antimonic acid. Uh, oh, good Lord. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry? Oh, good Lord. And uh, that uh, two of our, uh, uh, one of our security guards and one of our researchers actually came into contact with it when they found the breach. And they've both been hospitalized, but it doesn't look good. Mm. Um, so even, even the slightest touch of this acid will pretty much kill you. Dr. Carlyle, Carlyle, what do you have any insight into this? What, what kind of animal we were feeding it, like just adapts like this and escapes? What, what would its objective be? If, if from what we've analyzed of some of the substances it was producing, uh, all of the constituent parts to produce uh, fluorantamonic acid are there. Uh, but, you know, they're there in all, all sorts of things. It, it's just somehow managed to create enough to eat its way right through the glass. Uh, it's one of the strongest acids known to mankind. Um, well, if it, can, if it can produce gold, it can produce anything. Yes, we couldn't have anticipated this, but the thing has gotten out. So is it moving toward the center of the population? No, it's actually moving away from it. So even though it responds aggressively toward living, moving things, it's trying to escape captivity as best we can tell. We have 20 people armed with uh, rifles that are attempting to see if they can track it into the woods. What's a rifle going to do to a creature that has no organs? We don't know. I'm thinking more like flamethrower or rocket launcher. Although we a rocket launcher might blow it into a thousand pieces that all grew into new ones. We, we don't know how to deal with this. It's a disaster. This, well, it definitely needs a kill, not capture. Preferentially. This thing was biogenetically designed to be a weapon. I have no doubt in my mind now. We need to end this one way or another. Uh, have uh, our masters at Full Wilderness been informed of this situation? Uh, yes, they have. Is there is there press here? Uh, no. But there are civilian authorities. We have uh, called in uh, 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 our own people and uh, Full Wilderness have alerted security. Uh, there's no actual 
like the police aren't here. Good. We're trying to keep it out of the government hands, from what I remember. Um, yeah, it's going to be hard when we have inexplicable injuries and maybe fatalities. Possible two deaths, yeah. All um, the more reason to kill it. Now this this oh. is this is interesting. The other the other creature wanted to escape off into the woods too. Yeah, it wasn't content to be where it was. That that, that to me creates a stronger link between the two. In my mind, it also means uh, that I'm concerned about the fact that we have two full days before we see any part of Don Don Biozyme, because if they have other entities of this nature. And they become dissatisfied with ground beef and and uh, insects. Then we could have, you know, we, an unknown number of these things, which perhaps could produce any substance they need, given time. Maybe, but if Don Biozyme has created these things, maybe they know a little more about how to contain them than we did. Well, yeah, it doesn't seem like Peter Tate knew a whole lot. I wonder if they, if they're looking for each other, are they aware of each other, the creature from the farm and this creature? Right. And is the, and and is our escapee moving toward Dawn Biozyme or just into the woods? Can we get a, uh, it's, is it leaving a definite, a definitive path? Like no, right? It just used the. You don't really know, out. but yeah, um, it's well, for one. It's dark out. All right, it's finally dusk, more or less. Well, by now it's dark. It's oh, nine, okay. nine o'clock. You've had dinner and everything. Um. Yeah, Doctor Doctor Leem is beside himself. He's. People are reporting to him that they're they're doing their best to see what they can find, but once it reaches the woods, they can't seem to track it. So it's not leaving a trail of green slime or acid. Well, not that they've been I able mean, to detect. Right. We might have to investigate that in the morning when we have some light. Well, do you want to call it there? Is that a good spot? Morgan had to go. Yeah. All right. Well, then let's finish it. Our players included David Gasway, Morgan Llewellyn, Brian Daly, Keith Craig, and Jason Melnichok with myself as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to five shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. Uh, if you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming.